Hey, and welcome to the Mickey and Minutes podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 13, my Fast Pass Plus strategy for the Magic Kingdom. Space Shuttle, this is Flight Safety. Keep your hands on the handbell or inside the vehicle and remain seated while in motion. You are clear for launch. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Christmas time is finally here. Our Christmas tree is up and decorated with mostly Disney ornaments. Even a few custom ones from Disney's Days of Christmas shop at Disney Springs that commemorate our special trips. Our monorail is circling our tree. The Jingle Cruise attraction poster is up. And of course, we have a Mickey Mouse Nutcracker that is actually the same one above the fireplace in the last scene of the Carousel of Progress. Yep, nothing goes together better than Christmas and Disney. And what makes it even better is when you know that there's a little bit of extra Disney magic underneath the tree. This year, my wife and I decided that we would give each other the gift of Disney. So, we planned a quick trip for February. We will be staying at the Walt Disney World Swan Hotel for the first time. And we have two days in the parks. We are going to Epcot to experience the International Festival of the Arts. And obviously, on the other day, we're going to the Magic Kingdom. Since the trip is in February, we just hit our 60-day mark, and you know what that means. It's time to make our Fast Pass Plus reservations. So on this episode, I'm going to tell you how I use Fast Pass Plus to do everything I want in just one day at the Magic Kingdom, and it doesn't even require a Christmas miracle. The two most important aspects of my plan are Rope Drop and Fast Pass Plus. Rope Drop is what us Disney people call park opening. I'm the type of person who loves to sleep in. Unfortunately, being a teacher, I rarely get to. But I always say that I'm willing to wake up early for only two things, Christmas and Disney. On Christmas morning, I'm always the first one up and ready to enjoy the magic of the day. The same goes for every morning at Disney. I can't stress enough just how important waking up early is on a Disney vacation. You can get more done in the first two hours of a park being open than at any other time of day. So sleep when you get back, it's totally worth it. But keep in mind that if a park opens at 8 a.m., you need to be there by at least 7.30. You have to give yourself time to get through the security checkpoints and wait in line to get into the park. So if a park opens at 8, I usually don't plan my first Fast Pass till about 10 a.m. Fast Pass, by the way, is the system that Disney guests use to pre-book their ride times to avoid waiting in those long lines for the popular attractions. Since I'm staying on Disney property, I was able to make mine 60 days in advance. If you stay off property, it's 30 days. You can book up to three attractions at first for the same park. Then, when you're at the park, after you use your third one, you can keep booking one at a time until the park closes. So with all that in mind, here's how I usually plan my Magic Kingdom days. 
I always booked the three mountains, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad as my initial fast passes, not only because they are some of my favorites, but also because they are three of the most popular rides in the park. Not to mention that they are basically the only real thrill rides there. Some people choose to book Seven Dwarfs Mine Train instead of one of those because it's another smaller coaster type attraction, but that's just preference. So on the day that I'll be at the Magic Kingdom on this trip, the park opens at 8am. So I was able to book Big Thunder at 10.15, Space Mountain at 11.30, and Splash Mountain at 1 o'clock. I'll explain why I did that now. My perfect day at the Magic Kingdom always begins at Rope Drop. I go in and take a right into Fantasyland and hit up Peter Pan's flight first. This ride is one of the most popular rides in the park. If you don't ride it first thing, you're probably going to end up waiting about an hour to ride it. You can book a fast pass for it though, but I always like to kick off my day with a flight to Neverland. It really sets the tone for the whole day. Then we usually go across the way to It's a Small World. This iconic Disney ride doesn't usually have too long of a wait, but since we're already there and it's one of my wife's favorite attractions, we always ride it second. Then we just keep on walking up the road until we hit the new Tangled themed rest area. This is a great place to take pictures because it looks just like the village of Corona from the movie, and we're huge Tangled fans. And just down the way from there is one of my other favorites, the Haunted Mansion. At this early time of day, there's usually no more than a 15 minute wait here, so we hop right on. And then, just like that, we've already hit three iconic attractions, Peter Pan's Flight, It's a Small World, and Haunted Mansion. From here, we just take it easy and stroll through Liberty Square, maybe stop in Memento Mori to shop for some awesome Haunted Mansion merch, or we just keep on walking into Frontierland. Maybe we'll catch a show at Country Bear Jamboree before redeeming our Fast Pass for Big Thunder. You have one hour to use your Fast Pass. We usually like to redeem ours at the top of the hour. After our ride on Big Thunder, we have some time to either stroll or take the Walt Disney World Railroad back to Main Street USA. Since we rope dropped, we had to rush through the front of the park. So this hour or so until our Space Mountain Fast Pass is the perfect time for getting a coffee and maybe a snack and just enjoying the beautiful sights and sounds of Main Street USA. We love to just get a coffee and sit on the hub grass and relax. Then we go from the hub into Tomorrowland, which is my personal favorite land in the park. We use our fast pass for Space Mountain at 11.30, then take a nice ride on the People Mover, which is the perfect place to relax and people watch. The next fast pass is until 1 o'clock because I usually take that time to eat lunch or ride another attraction. From here, you just use your My Disney Experience app to check the wait times and play it by ear. We usually go either into Adventureland for a ride on Pirates of the Caribbean or into New Fantasyland for a ride on Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Remember that after you use your third Fast Pass, you can continue to book one at a time until the park closes. Actually, once you scan your Magic Band and get into the Fast Pass queue, you could already book the next one, so you don't even have to wait until you're off the attraction. If you consistently do this and then ride the attractions with little to no wait times in between, you can get in a lot of attractions. In fact, by the evening, we are often able to even repeat some of our favorites. The beauty of this strategy is that not only will you have done at least six major attractions by lunchtime, but you will also have the ability to be spontaneous after that. 
Some people complain that the FastPass Plus system actually takes away the spontaneity, but that's not true if you use it right. I usually even have time to grab a good spot for the Happily Ever After fireworks show at the end of the night. When all is said and done, and you've done all the attractions you can, but you still want to stretch your day out even further, you can hang out on Main Street and shop or just relax until about an hour or so after park closing. We were there so late once that we were actually one of the last people out of the park. If you're there at that time, you can see a special kiss goodnight on the castle and get some great pictures with basically no one behind you. It's pretty amazing and romantic to feel like you have the Magic Kingdom all to yourself at night. Then you just stroll out of the most magical place on earth under the moonlight. I can't think of a better way to end a perfect day at the Magic Kingdom. Well, that was my advice on how to plan for a day at the Magic Kingdom. I always leave the park having done everything I want because I rope drop and use FastPass Plus strategically. What do you usually use your initial three Fast Passes for? Do you like to rope drop or would you rather sleep in on your Disney days? Let me know on Twitter at Mickey in Minutes. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. If you liked it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos. And check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, blog posts, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye.